Podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, good people. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and happy Wednesday. Hey, listen, whenever you're deciding to listen into this podcast, number one, thank you for being here. Number two, thank you for being resilient to click through a few times and find your way here. I am excited to be here with, with you for yet another week and just happy to jump right into it. But before we jump into today's episode, let's, what say you, shall we? Let's jump into some for the culture trivia. Are you ready? Get those brains powered. Let's do this. How many years are in a century? What is the liquid that flows through your veins? If you grab a boogie board, what are your intentions? Tearing up a dance floor or tearing through some waves? What's more, eight times three or three times eight? Name three vowels. I think that was the shortest time that I actually, that was like the most time you've ever been given at the end of the questions. I think I'm always up against the wire. So you had ample time to answer. How'd you do? Let's, let's get to it. How many years are in a century? If you answered 100, you'd be right on target. What is the liquid that flows through your veins? If you answered blood, sorry to be so cryptic in the morning, but hey, it is a Halloween episode. So yeah, blood. Um, If you grab a boogie board, what are your intentions? Tearing up the dance floor or tearing through some waves? If you answered tearing through some waves, you're right on target. What's more? Eight times three or three times eight. Now, if you were on your toes this morning, you would have told me that it's the same. So neither of them are more because it's the same. However, if you said that eight times three is more and three times eight is less, then I'm going to get you because we just, we just got to think through it. That's all. It's early. I get it. I get it. Okay. And then name three vowels. If you answered any combination of A, E, I, O, U, and sometimes Y, two, then you get some points from me. All we needed were three and we gave you six. So there you go. How'd you do? You do a good job. Way to go. I always can appreciate a good trivia game, especially when it's so early in the morning. Not, I think I do better with trivia in the evenings, but that's okay. We're here and we're rocking it out together. So good people, Halloween is next week. It is, I think, Monday. And then after Monday, we're full on into the grand swing of holiday. And the holiday music, you got it, will be on full on rotation. So I've, some sometime between now and in two weeks, I got to figure out how to get Christmas lights up and hoping that the weather was anything close to what it was like, you know, this week, I'd be happy. But if it's cold, I don't know. We may get a string of lights up. <laughs> I don't like being in the cold. Um, however, um, without skipping ahead too far, uh, do you, Thanksgiving, do you guys have any Thanksgiving plans activated? Like 
Okay, confession time. Every year I try to do a little something different because I like to cook, right? I try to do a little something different on Thanksgiving. Um, And somehow magically when that day comes around, maybe it's a lack of planning or maybe it's a lack of creativity by this time. But every single year, um, once Thanksgiving comes around, I end up doing the same thing over that I did the year before. Um, with like side dishes and just main courses and what have you. So this year, I think I'm going to make a plan. I would like to try something new, maybe something I haven't done before or something unique to the dinner plans this year. So I can't just tell you about my plans all the time. What are yours? What are you going to do? As a matter of fact, what's your favorite holiday dish? Like what can you not go without. Oh, that's a double negative. What is something that you feel like you can't go without, especially when it comes to like the Thanksgiving meal? I think mine has to be mac and cheese. And, oh, and my new holiday staple, uh, grandma Opal's apple pie. First of all, I don't know why it's called grandma Opal's. I just think that it was named after, um, so like the recipe is named after some woman who had this amazing apple pie. So my, listen, y'all, my mom loves it so much. She asked for it like pretty much every other weekend. Um, but honey, if we had that kind of pie every day, it's a wrap for anything healthy in my life. It, but it's so good. And it's so perfect. Like grandma, Opal, it can be called grandma Opal, everything for all I care is, it's, I guess some lady, Got it from her grandma. It's like been in our family for years and she wanted to share her family recipe online, right? You can get the most amazing gems from people wanting to share a little something online. But I'll tell you what, I'm so grateful for that lady sharing her grandma's recipe because of her. It has literally changed multiple dynamics for visiting friends and family uh, during the holidays or do fun during fun times. So Thank you, lady, and thank you, Grandma Opal, because Grandma Opal's pie is a staple around here. You should look it up. So I know I'm skipping ahead because I'm talking about food and talking about Thanksgiving. And honestly, I need to just be present in the moment, right? Halloween plans. You got any? Are you going? Are you? Did you go to any Halloween parties? Did you dress up? Okay. I'll tell you. I'll either be a piece of peanut butter bread or a piece of jelly bread. Don't hate. If I can snag someone to go with me, we'll be peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> you see what I did there? <laughs> okay. Lame overload. Okay. I'll stop. I don't like, I, I think I'm just stretching it out. I really don't have anything for you guys this week, good people, because I've kind of been on overload here lately with speaking and working. Um, and so I just want to shed a little light and love this week on just a little something that's inspired me. And it's, it's something that one of my audience members gave me, um, as a result of just participating with some of the things that I was sharing, I guess it came from a specific band and I cannot remember, but, um, the audience participant, um, shared that it came from a live concert that they went to. And it was the, I guess, the lead singer or the lead musician um, that has this quote that he shares after every show or during every show, at least. And the quote is, where there 
is love we must live on. And I thought that was pretty lovely. I thought that was a lovely quote. And I'm sharing it with you here today because I think this week is about taking the time to have a deep appreciation for all the things that impact your life uh, for the better and the worst. Uh, when I say the worst, I mean like the worst times that you've experienced uh, that left behind remnants. However, through that experience, it left you better off. And I know sometimes it's hard to think about, right? A terrible experience leaving you better off. Um, but, but it's really possible. Like I'm living proof of many of those being the circumstances for me. So, um, you know, I think that this week should be about taking that time to have that deep appreciation for all the things that have impacted your life, positive, negative, the things in between. And also this week, uh, I want to offer this where there is fear, there is hiding. Where there is fear, there is hiding. And this is just my opinion. But if if we think about it, if there's no deep appreciation for the wonderful or hard things you've been through, how can you even push yourself to grow for the things that could be or for the person you could become? Now, when I think of that quote, right, where there is love, we must live on, I, I think of, how well can you, how well can you love? How can you love well when you're too busy or you're too busy to have a deep appreciation for things or people? And, and friends, if I'm not loving well, then am I living well? I think that fear, if we think about fear in its totality, can influence our decision making and fear is what can place us into hiding from loving well. And so when I think of the things that scare me, good people, it's not necessarily the ghosts that spook me out. It's when people, my friends, my loved ones, have difficulty loving and living well because it's difficult to have that deep appreciation for others or something else because something has hurt them or intimidated them from doing so. So again, I say where there is love, there is hope. And where there is fear, there is hiding. So I gave this to my audience this week uh, in lieu of the participant saying where there is love, we must live on. Um, I gave this back to my audience this week and I hope it can shed light into maybe some areas that may be a little bit dumb for you or dark or gray for you. And the, and it's around the, this addressing fear, if you will. Um, so the solution to fear and anything fearful is to, and it's an acronym, face everything and recover. See if we can package fear to, into facing everything and recover, it no longer becomes fear is everything we face. And so it can be hard to recover from a mistake or a hurt when I haven't necessarily faced it. And I can't appreciate what I haven't faced. And I cannot say that I have recovered until I have looked at all of the places that strike fear, evoke hiding, and stop appreciation. 
and halt this process of loving and living well. So good people, through the season of spooky things in different realms, with the holiday season being upon us, we must face everything and recover. It will help you to learn, love, and live well so that you too can usher in a holiday season with hope and giving as opposed to stone cold and chilly. See, good people, I I know this week was short, sweet, and spicy, and you have to give me a little bit of grace uh, because I tell you what, it's been busy. And I definitely love you, and I thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm really glad you found time to make it here to spend with me. Um, And so, you know, it's not missed on me, rather how long or how short our episodes are that you made time to come and spend here with me. And so I'm grateful for that. So if we can, let's go out there, let's have a good week. And uh, if you could, wish me well on a couple of things, would you? I have, um, I'm coaching playoffs for the football team that I signed up for. I'm coaching their playoffs next, next weekend. So when you, when you come back to the episode next week, I will either have amazing news or terrible news, just depending on what it is. Um, and I have to use the rest of this week networking and dressing up in cocktail attire uh, to dress up and network. And so if you have an extra prayer in your heart for me or an extra thought or good vibe your way, you could send them my way because I could use the uplifting um, and for some difficult roads that I have had to walk in the past few weeks, which haven't necessarily been comfortable. Um, So if you could keep me uplifted in those areas, um, that would be greatly appreciated and amazingly welcomed. And also by catching me here next week. So good people, just know one thing. If you heard nothing else this week, just know that I love y'all. And the acronym Face Everything and Recover is available to you, for you, and by you whenever you decide to solicit it or activate it. Um, so good people, that's our time. I know it's short. It feels a little bit weird, but I'm, I'm ready to let you get back to your getting back to. Wait, that was weird. Um, just again, go and be well, live well, love well, have a deep appreciation for things. And I'll tell you what, I'll see you back here next week. And until then, be safe out there, have fun or try to find a way to have fun and let's go.